0: All right, here we go. Hello out there in Twitch land uh, and podcast land. I am Solobase15. I am here with my good friend, Zareth. We are here for the Gambit podcast, and we're here to talk Grand Arena because 5v5 is coming back this week. Zareth, how are you tonight?
1: <laughs> I'm okay. We're, we're starting <laughs> GAC soon, and it's good, but I'm like, we, we got to do this, and then I got to remod so much. Oh, I know.
0: I know. I did my main account um, and I was working on my alt account basically right up until you messaged me and said, okay, I'm ready. So I still have the rest of my alt account to go. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a fun night tonight after this is recorded. Um, All right, but we have not much to talk about tonight. Let's see if that means two and a half hours again. (laughs) Uh, truthfully, though I'm there was sure no grand will. arena to talk about, we answered most of the podcast questions on Friday in a drunken good time. Um, so why don't we start with the news? The news,
1: such as it is, yeah,
0: wasn't that much. The news is that we have Sith feats uh, for this grand arena. That's that's about it. Um, but that's actually good yeah. to talk about because we're leading into this grand arena. So why don't I pull the feats up here? Um,
1: Let's, and we, let's talk about feats a little bit. Uh, you know, that being the off season, and I keep getting asked. People are always like, "Should I be working on feats? Should I do? Should, should I be doing this?" And I feel like there is some easy answers to it, but we should actually discuss it a little bit, anyways.
0: Yeah, we probably should. Um, <laughs> so, my general philosophy on feats is. Is it easy? If yes, I'll do it. For instance, the um, arena fleets, or fleets, the arena (laughs) feats, where it's like do an arena battle without reinforcements. On week two, I will get that done in about two days. Um, All three. All three sets of them, so you know it's nine battles total. I will do them in about nine days and make it a little easier on myself because we have malevolence, and malevolence is easy for that. Um, some of the feats just aren't worth; just just aren't worth it.
1: Oh well, yeah, I mean, I guess it may. It, what really matters is what are your goals going into the match? Like, so if you're if you're Calvin Awesome and you're trying for top ten you know, or, or if you're in a higher division where, or lower division, I never know what to say for that. It's like they're higher, that's a higher number, but it's like not, it's not as prestigious of a, of a division. So is it higher or lower, but a non-division one division. um, If you're in one of those, like it's significantly easier to get top 10, just because there's not a, a bill, million billion people in it like there, there's not 130 right. 140 000 people competing for top 10 um and so if you're going for one of those awards then yeah like you you kind of got to pay attention to it a little bit <clears throat> um
0: right you are right
1: you know uh I, I guess the other factor is uh, you know how easy is it and how much do you think you might need it for Kyber?
0: (laughs) Well, that's a huge factor as well. Um, If you are a two-in-one player, though, and you just do the the feats that are an entire lifetime of the Grand Arena, so it's the arena feats or the other, the alternate is undersized. um, Those are enough to get you to Kyber, along with an eight and four record. So it, it's, it really gets funky when you get to seven, you, you only have seven wins or seven and five. And then you're sitting there looking in the last week, like, Oh man, I wish I did a couple of feats in those first two days or first two weeks.
1: Right. Well, it, it's also, I'll tell you what the biggest thing for me, honestly, uh, in division one, my main account, <clears throat> it, it hugely, Gosh, this sounds so wine. It hugely inconveniences me at times to try to do a new feat because yeah. I see, I'm like, okay, here's my planned defense. I'm, I'm facing this guy. I did my scouting. I see what he's weak against. Like, I, I think I have a good read and I want to place this Sith team down on defense because I think he's just gonna like destroy himself on it. It's going to be beautiful. And then the game's like, hey, hey, a hole, you have one. Fight You you only have one time to kill something with Darth Revan and Basti. So go do it. Or you don't get uh, like 250 banners. Yeah. And I'm like, but I was going to win with that, (laughs) you know? And and that's the line that I draw for myself. Like, uh, because I go, I play the game to full clear. I also put as hard a defense as I can, but because I play the game to full clear, I still try to... I still, you know, I, I try to try to get the feats and everything, but it for me, it's more like if I don't win enough, I won't make it, but I, I usually full clear regardless if I win. Uh, so, like feats don't factor hugely into my strategy to make Kyber. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they're just easy, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I may as well just throw it in there, but I, I don't know. For, for me, I think the line that I draw, though, and this is the line that everyone should draw, frankly, if you don't think you can win if you, if you're like, all right, I'm going for this feat, but there's a good chance that because I'm going for it, I'm not going to win. You know, like my guy, I have to have this on defense or I lose, then don't lose. Like, just don't get the feet and don't like, just, just deal with not getting the feet. Like it sucks. And everyone hates feats because of that. But like, winning is the number one for for me like that that seems obvious to me like the rewards all all get it i mean if you are stuck on you need to get the bling like you need to get like the portrait or whatever i i get that and if that's a, your priority if you don't care as much about winning and you want the portrait then go 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 for it i truly like good yeah. for you good on you uh, but if you're going to say, if you're going to whine to me later about, oh man, if I had just placed Darth Revan on defense that one time and I'd have Kyber and I say like, oh, well, why didn't you? Like it sounds pretty (laughs) obvious that you should have. And you tell me some asinine story about placing, about needing a portrait.
0: Yeah. I
1: might not respond at all. Like (laughs) you might be blocked. No, (laughs) but I mean, seriously, uh, you know, I guess that that's what it really distills down to right like what are your priorities in game like follow follow your heart kind of
0: right and do actually says it in our chat of <laughs> there is no GAC feat worth 2,000 banners <laughs> there just isn't so if, if you are going well to said. risk the win it's probably not worth the feat um Now, if you don't care about Kyber or let's say you're going into the last week, you're nine and O you've made Kyber and you don't care about 12 and O go for it. Like, you know, go do, you go do you. Um, but I want to go 12 and (laughs) O and I don't want a feat getting in my way. And actually this past grand arena, I did go 12 and O and I had ridiculously high banners for an average. Um,
1: you so did. Much... You, even, you even beat the guys on GA Center who, like, have all had 12 easy matches kind of thing. Right,
0: right. Yeah. And
1: you, 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 like, kicked the most ass ever that last season. Anyways, so, continue. And
0: I'm ahead of them on attack banners by, like, I think the closest one to me was 70 attack banners. Um, and... I still didn't finish in the top 100. I finished 105. I did every feat the last two weeks because I knew how close I was getting uh, to 12-0. and 0. I did every feat the last two weeks. Still didn't crack the top 100. And I had the most attack banners out there. And it's frustrating because the first two weeks, I didn't do a couple of the feats because – I went up against people with four GLs that were all on defense or three GLs and Darth Revan and CLS. And it's like, I'm not going to get a kill with Scavenger Ray when the only options are CLS or three GLs. <laughs> it's like, it's just, you know, you sit there and you're like, well, I wanted to do this feat, but um, yep. <laughs> guess <laughs> that <be> sounded fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I've I've never cared about feats though, uh, except for the easy and obvious ones like the the undersized and the for five v five or the fleet arena for three v three. Like those are over the course of what twelve battles you can do that easily. So I'll do those type of things.
1: Sure. Well, and, and I guess too. I mean, there, there's also just the. I mean, yeah. I, I don't I don't care about feats. Sometimes I do, I like the titles. I don't care about the thumbnails so much, the portraits or whatever. I I just, I don't care about those, but I do care. Like, I I really like my much to learn (laughs) title, for instance. You know, I I like having Baron Administrator available, uh, you know, Old Smoothie. A few of them are pretty cool. Uh, I really wanted the meat bag one, though. And this just highlights, this just highlights like what my priority levels are. Um, Like Meatbag, I really, I really like HK 47 in the old, in the Knights of the Old Republic. Like he's a really funny character, you know, there's a lot of things to like about him. And I don't even remember, like it, I think I even had like three fights to do it in, Uh, maybe at least two. And they were hard enough though. I was like, I just can't spare using like I can't spare the characters required to get it right and so I just ignored it and I don't have it now even though I would have liked meat bag as you know as a thing to have and may, now they're kind of like redoing the the feats and everything so that, that's cool maybe I'll be able to get it again in a year or whatever but <clears throat> like to me I'd much rather have the bling on my overall record
0: yeah me too me too that's... I'd much rather have the 105 lifetime rank then i I agree meatbag would have been a fun title um but i'd rather have the overall score than (laughs) the meatbag title
1: right and if you can get both then sweet i don't know about you like every once in a while i get a feat accidentally and i'm like oh sweet that was fun or like i'll find a title that i'd have no idea how i earned
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those are always fun. You're, you go through the titles and you're like, Oh, what's that one? I, yeah. I wonder how I yeah. got
1: that. Interesting. <laughs> I felt like such an elitist a-hole one time. Um, <laughs> someone was like, all I have is the title for a rhodium. And I was like, wait, there are titles for a rhodium. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, there, there's all, there's the title for, for bromium and chromium and all, all of them. I was like, I genuinely thought it was only chromium and kyber. Cause those are the only two. Well, I, I, I've, or not chromium, uh, carbonite. carbonite. I've seen, cause I've seen carbonite. People talk about locked in carbonite. And you then, have carbonite. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, my prevail man does have that, but, <laughs> but otherwise I've made kyber every time. And really like some of those, I probably didn't even deserve. So I'm not even trying to say I'm like this transcendent. This, uh, it's not even a, I'm not trying to boast here. I mean, I'm proud of it, but at the same time, you have to realize that not every every single outcome was just you know transcendent skill like there, there's absolutely rng involved so all i'm saying is like yeah there it's fun to fun to discover these new titles that's i think who was it oh yeah our, so i felt like an elitist a-hole saying that and then i i found a, a better example though this, this is even better you remember whipspeed or however you say yeah. his name he won every every single GAC he was in like you know whatever division he was in he got first place first place first place (laughs) for for like five or six seasons like all he did was win and then he ended up getting second place one time and he was super pissed because he had to get the Kyber contender title the top 10 title (laughs) instead of just Kyber premier champion again and I was like (laughs) and he was like super salty about it and and after that I was like all right all right. I'm not so bad. I'm not so bad. <laughs> he was, he was so salty about it, but anyways, I'm going far afield here. Um, Yeah. Like uh, feats, I think feats should just be, I don't think there should be lifetime banners associated with them. I think they yeah. should be available. I think they're fun. Actually, if you just take them, what if they didn't have banners associated with them? Like they had little rewards, like the champion or the the currency, a little bit of currency, and they had the bling, like the titles or the thumbnails, and that was it, so you could choose to do them or not, and you got some bling, but otherwise it didn't affect your ability to make top 10.
0: I would never, do, I shouldn't say I would never do them, because we accidentally do them on occasion. Um, right. I would be much less inclined to do them if there were no banners associated.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Or maybe so like EP says in chat, like maybe some small amounts of gear. Exactly. Like not, nothing, nothing crazy. I, I just, I don't like that there there's just no way to, you know, they, they impact the way you defend and, and attack. And sometimes it can just totally screw you over. Like as someone who has chased top 10 on my alt account several times, I just know how messed up it can make everything. Like, it can really just mess with you. So we've probably gone too long about feats. they kind of annoying <laughs> me, though.
0: Yeah, uh, we should probably talk about the ones that we actually started this with, though. <laughs> so uh, sure. talk about ones that we're not going to do. It um, starts off with <laughs> yeah. winning a Grand Arena battle with both Maul and Savage Opress. Uh, so here's the thing. Sometimes you can get these feats, Like, if I'm going to have my Supreme Leader Kylo solo something, which when we're going up against people with four GLs, it's much less frequent. Uh, But maybe I'll throw Maul and Savage on there. Maul is actually R4 now. Um, My Savage is not. Uh, So,
1: (laughs) gear eight. He's the same gear he was last time. (laughs) Gear gear eight, which is leadership upgraded. Yeah.
0: (laughs) then the puppet master is win a grand arena battle using verse both versions of palpatine in the same team. That one's a little easier, um, just because you Sidious.
1: Sorry, uh, do you have a way to put it up on screen? Solo, um,
0: oh crap, I forgot to hit the transition. Yeah, there we go. I, th- I thought it's been up there the whole time, to be honest with you.
1: you a, usually, usually, you do do that. I just uh, uh that's why
0: technological, ahead. uh, smart one today, uh. But yeah, so the Puppet Master one, that one's easier. Because at least Darth Sidious, under a Palp lead, he does the AoE and drops the Exposes to feed Turn Meter. So at least that one, uh, maybe I might be able to do. Or, you know, we'll see. I haven't used, honestly, I haven't used Palp in about three Grand Arenas, though.
1: Yeah, he's, he's like this guy. I'm like, oh, I'll use him when I'm desperate. And then when right. I'm desperate, I use someone else. Uh, right. like for whatever reason. He, You know what? He's good as if you need a little extra speed on Vader. Like, he's there. And if you, you can't rely on his stun because it's 80%. So it's like 80% right. to get it. And then the tenacity check. And then 15% chance that they just, it just fails anyways. So... Yeah. Like, it just doesn't feel reliable, especially in fives, but I, he, he can be good. But you're right. I, I rarely use him these days.
0: Yeah. Uh, in theory, I can, you know, also add both of them to a Vader squad. And Palp will give 16 speed to Vader, at least.
1: Uh, right. Well, and he gives. There's certain things he does well. Like I, one right. thing I really do like about Palp is if you take his lead with Vader, if, they, if there's a bunch of characters that you just need to kill in one shot, like against the Nice Sisters team, for instance, like a Palp lead with Vader and Watt, if you could just spare all those guys, which you probably can't, but if you could, like Palp lead makes it super easy because then Vader can go. He just starts with a Force Crush, and then he pops Merciless, and then he's just going to town, like having that at one extra turn. Can, can just melt a team like right off the board. But right. on the other hand, it, mostly if you could melt a bo- team right off the board with Palp lead, you could probably do it with Vader lead too. So, uh,
0: per- Especially if you're including plot in there. <laughs>
1: so are we, I'm really interested by this. Are we actually saying that Palp is overrated at this point?
0: No. Well, I think where we are, he is, but if you go, if you drop down to like the 5.5 million level or below, Palp is still going to be a fantastic character. It's when you're facing four GLs and you're going to need Vader for a GL, that it's like, all right, well, Palp doesn't really fit into this Ray killing Vader team. Um But if you only need to kill one GL or you don't need to kill any GLs, I think Palp is probably the stronger leader at that point,
1: well, he is, and you're right. My my alt still uses him a lot with Vader, um, yeah. and if my prevail man especially just leans on him super hard, his lead, right. his lead at that level is amazing. I mean,
0: he transformed the Empire and Sith leads for how many years? True. Uh, it, it's just Vader. So I have always been vader lead over palp lead um even probably when it wasn't true but i just like everything vader lead does so i'm excited that now i get to use vader a lot more often and not under a palp lead
1: dude i swear i i had that uh live stream with fatal the other day uh and you know it was a 5v5 prep and it it was good i i actually really enjoyed it nothing on fatal here at all when i say this but um like he, he was trying to make ep lead with uh vader work and it was so funny because we just uh he, he was trying to make it work and because you're gaining so much turn meter yeah. all the time like it, it just turbo boosts your or their raise mm-hmm. uh gains on on her mastery and so it, she eventually took a turn like it, it, it all like starts off working and he's just theory crafting he's not like this wasn't right. like guys this works or whatever he wasn't uh, but it was just so funny because at one point I was like, so could you tell me why you need Palpatine l- lead to take out Ray? Like, can you tell me, can, like, I'm I'm curious why you think that's necessary. And he, he like, for a minute, it was like he was flummoxed. Like he didn't have a good answer. And then he's like, "Uh, mostly just because I wanted to. <laughs> like he was just curious. Like as a yeah. theory crafter, I totally, I, I can understand, not, not that I'm a theory crafter, but like I can understand why a theory crafter would want to. It just... It just made me laugh. It's like, just just use Vader lead and win. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Yes. Um, all right. So next feat is forced lightning, where you have to use three lightning throwers, a.k.a. Palp, Dooku, and Sith Assassin, all in the same team. And I look at that feat, and I have an R7 Palp, an R6 Dooku, and my Sith Assassin's at 286 speed. What are they gonna kill? <laughs> like, again, maybe if I put Vader and Watt in there, and the other three are just kind of there. Um, yeah. But you know, I, I'm I'm not uh, realistically I'm not gonna get that one. Um, welcome to the dark side. Now, this one I can. So weird man, has, I probably do because. It's just an entire team of Sith Lords, a.k.a. anybody with the name Darth in their name, and then Dooku and Pelp. So I could easily create a Darth Vader team (laughs) that Vader just goes, you know, Vader would basically solo something. Like, I'll take him against Geos or, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I wonder. I feel like this came up last time. I don't remember what the resolution was do you just need can you do it with just two or even one
0: i think it's all five you have to
1: have all five
0: yeah i think it's all five
1: it says entire like the way the language is on here you could easily you could just have one and that would still work but like yeah i kind of think i kind of think that was the resolution of like really we have to use all just we have to use five darths which is super funny welcome to the dark side or the darth (laughs) side yeah. Um. Like, what? You know, we're just totally throwing out the rule of two here. I guess yeah. that's cool. And that's, that's pretty sweet.
0: And that's true. Yeah. Uh, Potatoes even says it in chat. It's just a Sith triumvirate plus two Darth's plus Sith. So Sith triumvirate plus Dooku and Palp. Take them against somebody that the triumvirate would just kill, and you'll get it.
1: Yeah, I mean. That uh, that's cool, I guess, if if you could find someone to be like I, I legitimately at at my GP level, and it's not super high, it's seven point five million. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's it's also not low, but I there were times that I would never want to use Sith. Like so how often do you run Sith Trio as their own team in fives?
0: Uh before I got Sith Eternal, I actually did it kind of frequently be honest with you
1: they used to be like a pretty standard thing but i i just i've gotten away from it for whatever reason like i mean i guess i use treya with my vader team to counter rays and stuff and that's part of it i just the times that i use them as a trio like they win usually but it, it seems sometimes it gets dicey and sometimes it's really low banners like they they don't have good banner regen And they just kind of go with a lot of other teams. um,
0: Well, if you're going to do the Vader counter to Ray, Like, I don't don't do that. So I always have the full trio available. And usually if I use them, it's going to be a three-man. They're going to three-man something. So they're not going to gain protection back, but they're going to three-man it. Now, the problem is once I got Sith Eternal, I use them with Sith Eternal. So I'm, I wonder, actually, I know the answer. They're not going to, but they should add Sith Eternal to that list. And if they did that, <laughs> it would be easy.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they're not going to, though. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they're not.
0: I, I understand. I understand this. They're not going to do it. Uh, oh, look at this. Galaxy of Beros. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you for the raid. Um, lovely, guys. Good to see you. Good to see you as always. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> I do. I do tend to use them if I don't need them with Sith Eternal, and I actually think I'm going to start leaving Ray on defense in five v five and using Sith Eternal to counter all the Ray variants. Um, so I, I might end up using the trio again, to be honest with you.
1: Okay. I, I mean, that's fair. If you want to, if you, I just, I don't, I, there's, there's very seldom times that I want to use them on their own. Like, yeah, they will be geos for like 53 or whatever, you know, or 55, who, who knows, but um, I guess I'm afraid to undersize with them too. I just, uh, whatever uh, we don't have to discuss it more. I just, I don't think, I don't think they're that complete of a team these days. Like they're more of a, it's more like, Hey, I use nice sisters sometimes too, you know, like, Oh, what do you use them against? Uh, You know, stuff. Things come up, you know, (laughs) like I killed geos with them, except for the one time the geos killed them. Like what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't talk about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I never use them on geos. I I haven't used them on geos. Five time, you know, five grand arenas because (laughs) Geo's got good.
1: Yeah, dude. There's actually, I'm excited. I want to try. I want to try Geos with. If if people watched my my video, my five v five hype video, which I I don't assume everyone listening has, but um, you know, and this is Fatal's comp for the most part. Though we did do some improvisations at the toward the end. Um, using geos with like alongside vader and Thrawn, you can you can kill like darth revan teams pretty easy you don't need Watt. and in my opinion that's kind of the answer i've been looking for for a while is if i can if i can kill something if i can kill ray with something else other than vader cuz that, that you need to solve ray with something else cuz now people are doing clones with ray uh, people yeah. are putting, I mean, even just Jawas with Ray. People are putting IG 11 and Queel with Ray, like all these different things to shut down the Vader counter. And so it's like, what else can you kill with Vader? Well, there, there's this really cool comp that you use Vader to kill Darth Revan teams, like full bastard, faster yeah. than you, Darth Revan teams. And like, you can consistently do it, but you needed Thrawn and Watt. And it's like, well, that seems like an overkill at that like it, it seems like you're paying too much almost but now if you use geos in there you know like sunfac and brute alpha and then you just need like Short trooper and thrawn and vader you can kill like any variant of darth revan at, yeah. like super consistently and with high banners and, and then you can use watt alongside like sith eternal or something like that so i don't know i'm i'm apparently one for tangents today i apologize but <laughs> It's a. Uh, it's been. A, it was a that, that was a really fortunate find during that during that theorycraft stream for sure. Um, anyways, yeah. we can we can continue. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Uh, so, um, the next one is execute order sixty six. This one I plan on not even attempting, not even thinking about attempting. It's defeat twelve enemy characters with clone sergeant uh arc trooper cody palp or sidious so it can be all the all five of those they don't have to be on the same team it's just get a kill with those people arc trooper is probably the only one on that team oh. that i can get a kill with
1: so yeah, yeah. I, I mean if you run into a weird comp uh, like a, a like in lower divisions you can probably, I, I consistently see like pretty bad Night Sisters teams, you know, like year 11 kind yeah. of things with like Talia. And it's like, okay, you, you could probably set something up where you just kill that the hell out of that team with Palpatine or something. Like you just leave mm-hmm. Talia alive and she just like keeps cleansing for no yeah. reason. Yeah. You know, and Palpatine, you, you, you can get 12 kills with that. That's, you can farm a Night Sisters kill with that. But like in our Cutthroat Division One. You know, seven point five million range. Yeah, I agree. Like
0: <laughs> or if you have a decent what are you gonna do? If you have a decent clone sergeant. Well like if if I was lower GP, I could run Shock T and clones with clone sergeant and could probably get a couple kills with Ark and Clone Sergeant every week. Um you know, because Clone Sergeant actually his kit is I know it's really basic but it's also really good in all of his turn meter gain that people don't realize, like everyone stacks him with crit damage, not crit chance. If you just put crit chance on him. So he crits every time he's literally a machine gun and just going and going and going. Uh, He's not worth getting to R five to be useful on my roster right now, but back in the G 12 days, man, I loved using him. Um, just
1: don't use him if you're planning on the turn meter game. Don't don't use him alongside Padme. That's, that's, right. that's the It's yes. the one thing. Yes. I've seen people say that, and I'm like, well, it doesn't quite work. But I get it.
0: <laughs> it does not. I, I do use. I did use him with Padme for once in a while, but that's more because I needed a Galactic Republic character, and he was G twelve. Um, so he kind of just got shoved on that team. I, never never made claims that it was a good team though.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, well, well you use him on that team for totally different reasons in my right. opinion. Like you don't yeah. it, you I mean, it's just that that consistent meme that that we see of uh, you know like people put using like clone wars chewy or whatever with with uh, with padme and people are like really like he's he's good with padme or you people use cup with him and it's like anyone with galactic republic tag is good with padme including clone sergeant
0: yes yeah because oh man can you imagine this you load up some stacks on clone sergeant then he just busts out the aoe that does a ton of damage and steals turn meter (laughs) right uh that, that was always the idea behind it. I always stuck it on defense, though, so who knows if it actually worked that way. Um, all right. So last feat, and then we can move on from these awful feats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So defeat 12 characters in Grand Arena with any character who uses a double-bladed lightsaber. That means light side or dark side, so you can use you know either Bastila, Maul, Savage... The, uh, Sith Assassin. I forget who else has the double-bladed light, lightsabers. But um, again, there's not really any many damage dealers. Like, great, you can use both Bastillas, but how often do either Bastila get a kill for you?
1: Uh, it's interesting that you can use light side. Yeah, I mean, dark Bastila. Uh, I don't know, you can control the situation so much. Again, that's yeah. it. this is another one of those um, farm night sisters kind of deals.
0: <laughs> right, right. It's it, it's not a normal course of play. It's like, okay, let me, where's that weak night sister team? I'm going to take advantage of you for five minutes.
1: Right. Uh, all right. Yeah, and, and that's that's one of the reasons why we hate feats is it's like almost impossible to do at the higher levels where you're like, I, I see four galactic legends and then, uh, you know, on defense, sometimes they usually not, but people, it's not uncommon for people to put three. And then it's like, I put three other meta teams and some like really, really strong B-level team that I'm, I'm not going to just go and throw my double bladed lightsaber team into, you know, uh, mm-hmm. like d- double basti gets me wins. <laughs> 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 Uh, you know sentences you never hear kind of right. thing
0: <laughs> yeah uh so the good news is the portraits are Darth Sidious the b-28 extinction class bomber and Cody <laughs> I, that,
1: that is good news because
0: <laughs> I don't care about any of them <laughs> I don't
1: I've never wanted any of anything to do with any of those so that's uh, good
0: <laughs> yes yeah all right let's let's get that filth off the screen um <laughs> All right. All right. Good. So, we
1: spent forty five minutes talking about. We well, I guess the we have a this, the podcast hasn't been going forty five. The the live stream itself has been going that long.
0: Right. And um, okay. So yeah. now and let's. Uh, I moved the podcast question up to our general talk because I I figured it was one that we could spend some time on. Um, sure. And it's perfect timing because it's before Grand Arena. So. What is your philosophy on swapping out mods? Um, I know you do it for Grand Arena, but how often do you do it for territory battle, territory war, galactic challenges, or the Rancor? Uh, And how often do you do a whole or a partial roster remod? Is it just when we get an influx of new characters? So how often do you remod?
1: Um, Okay, so it's... It's changed pretty dramatically recently. In fact, uh, before this, I so I hate I do just hate remodding. It it takes up so much time because frankly, like doing your mods well, it just just can take a lot of work. Like if you want if you want to just throw random crap on, people are like, dude, remod your stuff. It takes like fifteen minutes. I'm like, you're crazy. Like fifteen minutes is like maybe one squad, maybe. Like if I'm remodding for Kiati Monday uh mission it takes way longer than that sometimes because you need to get the right stats and 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 so for me I, i just i can't i can't remod a ton if it's manually uh now that we have hot utils available and they kind of you can just have it take a snapshot of what my account was i'm like okay i'll do the legwork for one snapshot and then like last night, my mods were so messed up. There's so many holes. I had random mods attached to all these different characters. And I'm like, I can't, I can't function. I can't do anything. <laughs> and, and so I just went into hot utils. I pushed one button. I, I walked away to pee. And when I came back, like less than a minute later, uh, maybe it was more than a minute. Cause I washed my hands, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was done. All, all my stuff was back to the way it was in 3v3. And now, you know, I have a, I have a bunch of other mod sets saved. So like for Territory Wars, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I, I've always struggled with this. Like, I, I think it's perfectly reasonable for a top end guild to remod, to ask you to remod, to meet their criteria. Like you want to make sure everyone's on the same page and that all the squads can do the same things it just take it's taken so much time and like the guild I'm in has like over 60 things points of data that you have to have the in compliance so they and they and they could check it via a bot so you can't just be like, oh yeah I totally did it like they'll, they'll catch you <laughs> and, uh, you know, and so I almost left this guild af- after after we, you know, that they were being reasonable and, you know, I was just like I, I can't I, I don't have time. Uh, Util's kind of saved me from that. I guess people who have listened to the the uh, podcast, the bonus one, the the
0: Friday um, yeah. round. The round table. Table.
1: yeah. yeah, we talked about it for a long time, but long story short, I, I don't mind you spending the credits, so I will probably end up remodding as long as I have the right mod sets quite a bit now. Um, yeah. I think in principle, a, a lot of characters can use the same stuff, but at the same time, you do benefit from having a faster shock t and three v three than five v five, etc. I just rambled for a while. Hugo, what are your thoughts?
0: <laughs> I so I don't remod for Grand Arena. Like <laughs> the question's flawed at the beginning. I I don't. Um, I mod my characters once, and then you know it's a set and forget type of thing. Um, the one so the couple exceptions are for Cam. I will I will swap my mods for Cam every time because I want to be successful. Um, for the pit raid, I do remod for um, tier or phase one or wave one, whatever you want to call it. I do because I don't run a five hundred and eighty-six speed uh, Supreme Leader Kylo and and. Uh, I want as many R8 materials as I can. So like today we had our pit raid. I ran P1. I came, you know, I hit for, I think, 45% or probably a little more than that. And then I didn't hit the rest of the raid until P4 where I was just like, okay, I'll help with, you know, 4% on Ray. Like, I don't care what I get. Um, So I, I remod three characters there. And then, so if I'm in a guild that needs characters a certain way, I do have hot utils, I can do it, but it, it won't be by choice, it'll be because I'm forced to. <laughs> because I I like the way my characters are modded right now. I, I honestly like how my team runs. Um, and I don't need to remod for Light Side Territory Battles because they're already where... Like, my teams are where they're supposed to be, at least in my mind. Um, now, how often do I remod? Probably once every six months. Uh, I think I did it last time after I got Supreme Leader Kylo. I did it this time after I got Sith Eternal Emperor. So that's, you know, I got Ray and Kylo remod. Got Jedi Master Luke, then Sith Eternal, remod. That's, uh, I probably should do it more often, but it takes a lot of thought and a lot of work. Even if you use hot utilities, it still takes a lot of thought to plan everything out.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of work.
0: It, it, yes. Yeah, it it really is.
1: yeah. I, I don't, I don't love it. Um. Yeah. I it's whatever. I mean, at, at some point you're going to join a, a bigger guild, I think. And, you know, like, I, I think that that's, I think the moving, moving mods for guilds, like it, it makes sense. Like um, I don't want to give away mod secrets, I guess, or, or counter secrets for my guild, but uh, one one thing is, you know, there's one character in team that I use to specifically counter uh, things in Grand Arena that they just don't touch. They don't want to deal with that madness. So uh, they have that character and the whole team modded way differently because they have it intended to counter something else. Right. And, you know, that that's reasonable. It's like, well, okay, like it, it, it is way more effective to have this set on than this set in the <laughs> circumstance that they specifically want. I think if you don't want to be in a high-end guild, then you really don't need to, though. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's well, that go ahead.
0: I, I remember uh so I was the head recruiter for our alliance for a <laughs> what feels like way too long, uh, but for a long time. And every once in a while, we'd get people into the guild and they'd be like, man, you guys are so lax. Like, I want to be told how to mod characters. <laughs> Just be like, I don't have time to hunt down how you mod characters. Like, you know, nobody got time for that. Like, Yeah. <laughs> but the counters we ran were a lot more simple than... You know, counters that the high end guilds are running. Like, I, so there's a couple different ways to play. You can play with the whole off meta clears everything and you put your toughest teams on defense. Um, but when you're running a guild, and my guild right now is 340 million. We knocked it out of the park with territory, battle stars. Like, we've got a solid. You know, 15 people that made Kyber in the guild, which is actually a lot when you look at the overall numbers of, you know, Kyber and
1: yeah, the percentages.
0: Actually. Like, we have good players, but when you want 50 people to do something, off-meta counters don't work unless you're willing to put the time into it. And I didn't have time to do that. Um, so we just overkilled everything. And we won a lot with overkilling but it saved me from having to teach people about mods and tell them, you know, remodding rosters and all that junk.
1: Yeah, I I just, I don't like the way, I don't really like the way it's all, you know, it, they, they don't have it super easy. Like the fact that I have to spend $10 a month to be able to consistently remod uh, my account, it, you know, I, I just, I wish that it was a feature in the game is what I wish it was.
0: Uh, yes, absolutely. 100%. I completely agree. Um, yes. Uh, but at the same time, do I want the devs working on that or do I want them giving me something new? You know, it, it it's a give and a take. Like, Oh, Sure. At this point, I probably want something new, just so people complain a lot less. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but you know, uh, so uh, but that's that's also why I set and forget. Um,
1: well, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's whatever. That that's that's been my philosophy for a long time: set and forget. Like you said, and my ult still runs off of that, like. People are like, "Why is your Bosk so ridiculously fast?" Right. I'm like, "Well, because I used to like have pretty good uh, mods for that account that I didn't have a ton of really good teams, so I just like put them on some of my best characters, and Bosk just, you know, like he he used to be. I guess I guess that's a little like I I recently ripped a few of his mods off just to put them on characters who were a little more worthy because he he was he was like." 310 speed without a speed set kind of thing like he he was like stupidly fast with with just like health and tenacity and defense sets and so you know uh, that being said for the most part i do just leave i'm like oh fast enough good let's just move forward and and that's uh, for the most part a character has a specific way he wants to be modded and that's it like there's there's not a ton of wiggle room like darth vader i think is the one that has the most variability like the one that you can start riots with people get so so uptight about like dude you need offense sets no crit damage no crit, like you need you need to maximize your crit chance you, you need right. to get you need to get potency to add all these debuffs because the debuffs are what cause damage like it's it's like it's like talking about vaccinations and all, <laughs> all that madness. I'm like, really? Like you guys, you guys get so bent out of shape out of, over this. But um, for the most part, characters have a specific way they want to be modded, and there there is a lot of times just one true, one good way to do it. It's yeah. just a matter of priorities. Do I want my ray to be super fast? At, you know, at the expense of something else? Do I want you know? just trade offs, but otherwise. Set and forget is certainly valid, in my opinion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I agreed. Uh, Agreed. Um, Okay, we have another very important podcast question that we should probably move into this top section before we move on, ironically, to podcast questions. So I guess, really, it doesn't matter because we were (laughs) talking about our week uh, this week. Um, Yeah. It's it's basically all one big section. So... (laughs) Hope you're ready for this one, Zareth. It's not on the sheet; it's brand new. Um, Yikes! Now that Zareth has upgraded his streaming room and background, <laughs> and this this question's directed at me, will you be making any improvements as well? Perhaps a green screen with a table and chairs in the background, <laughs> maybe a family <laughs> eating supper and ignoring you. <laughs> Bet mm. you can't guess who uh, who asked that one.
1: That really sounds like a Froda question.
0: <laughs> uh, ding, ding, ding. The answer, Froda, is no. I, Again, my background is set, and so it's set and forget. I am am done with it. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, legitimately, though, we did have a new question that came in that actually should take some talking about. Um, and it has to do with Beskar Mando, how to use him in 5v5. Specifically... There's a Beskar team that uses Han and Chewy to beat gas teams. Do you think that's too expensive and Beskar should go off and, you know, Han and Chewy go with CLS and Beskar go off with his favorite scoundrels? Or uh, do you think it's perfectly valid to use Han and Chewy with Beskar to take start taking out gas teams?
1: Um, I haven't seen any evidence that that is super uh reliable especially with the level of mod investment that i would be willing to put into it uh that that here's the thing for me at least that this might work at lower levels where general skywalker is really great on defense i i tend to see though i tend to see general skywalker uh with just used with jedi teams a ton like he's not even with the 501st a bunch if he's on defense you still use like commander luke to counter him for a high degree of success you still you know you can use any of your any of your galactic uh, or whatever their gls yeah. you know, there's a lot of different teams you can use to counter general skywalker like I, i'm not in the market right now for general skywalker counters i guess and that maybe that sounds like overly dismissive i just mm-hmm. That's, that's not a team I see often, and if I do see it, I usually just find a way to beat it with something, I don't know, smaller, like something that's less of an investment than they than they ended up using. And so, I, it's cool that it can beat that, I guess. The only times that I've seen it counter General Skywalker, though, I'm like, you have what speed on all of them? Like, like that that's legitimately just like unfathomable to me. And so not to be dismissive of it, I, I realize I am a little bit being dismissive, but I, I just don't think that, that to me is worth a huge amount of investment or, you know, remodding or restructuring my attack plan. I, I just don't think it is. What, what about you?
0: Uh, well, I think if you're going to use Han and Chu and General Skywalker, you might as well just use CLS. Um <laughs> That's <laughs> you know, because if you're taking CLS off of Han and Chewie, this isn't 3v3 or Han and Chewie off C- CLS. This isn't 3v3, where you can, it just CLS, Chupio, and 3pio. Like, you need two others to fill out that team. And you know, Ezra and Chopper aren't eh, well, Chopper fits with Chupio, but they're not going to fill out that team like Han and Chewie did. Like, it you, you substantially weaken that team. By taking Han and Chewie off of it, so you might as well just use that team to counter. Gas, and then you have Beskar Mando with to take out, you know, Grievous or whoever. He can he can take out a lot of teams. It's just, are you willing to commit mods to him? Um, That is that is the question. I can tell you, Mike Queel, I think he's only sitting at three twenty, so he's not the fastest. Little Ugna in the group. Um, so I, I don't know how I'm going to use. Actually, that's a lie. I'm putting Beskar in defense um, with my Ray. So I, you know, I that's what that's what I'm doing because I just don't trust Beskar elsewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we. I just. I think the best car is going to get reinforcements here soon is what I think. Yes. Like it's been too quiet and I, I don't think they're going to just be like, Hey guys, we just created this new faction. We gave you one character so far it's been 45 right. like ish days since, and we've had one new character, uh, you know, and it's like we created a new faction for it and now we're just going to like move on to a new project. Like, I, I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. Like, Right. I got to give us some closure, like, like 45 days of no communication at all about what's happening next, other than some random game mode we don't know about. Like, I I bet that tomorrow we're going to get information is my guess. Oh, and I hope fact, so.
0: I hope so. Um,
1: yeah, like, I think that we'll get more information and then we'll get like, if we're going to have unlockable characters, it'll be like right after GAC lock has already, you know, it's already happened and everything. And then... Yeah, like, I I just think, and so Beskar may end up being super worthwhile right now. Uh, As much as, uh, I love what Van Seal's doing uh, with, you know, he's like experimenting with Beskar, doing all sorts of cool stuff with him, uh, and make, you know, doing, making a lot out of the faction right now. I think in a week, it'll look so totally different that to me, it's not worth investing a ton of time and effort into getting those teams, you know, like as razor sharp as possible, because they're not going to look the same in a couple, even a couple days, a couple weeks at the most. So.
0: Yeah. I think we probably should have talked about this part earlier. I think first week of three V three or of any grand arena is really kind of the feeling out week. Uh, And actually we did talk about this a little bit on Friday night, but. It's very much a let me get through it. Let me remember how to play this. It's not the time for your like wild and crazy attempts or wild and crazy teams. Cause at the, at the same time, um you know, you don't want to sh- you don't want to show your entire hand for the rest of the grand arena. Like if, if I don't need to use some crazy counter that I'm planning on. I'm not going to because I don't want it in my GG history for the next three weeks. Um, So maybe the first week just play it with your normal CLS and then, then start using Beskar elsewhere when, uh, when we've advanced in Grand Arena a little more.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that that's, that's kind of the answer is like, it's not week one is usually not time for your crazy counters. Sometimes maybe it is like you can always get some really crazy, awesome matchup in your first week that that does happen. But for the most part, I don't feel that, I don't feel like it's necessary for me to really pull out, you know, my big guns and have like these crazy counters ready until, you know, like week three, usually that's that's generally when I, want to start doing it so you know
0: yeah all right uh okay next like i said we're we're basically just transitioning into podcast questions because there were no ga results this week Uh yeah
1: yeah well i mean we can just tell people who are first listening like we we had very good seasons last season we we both went 12 and 0 so um Coming yeah. off of amazing seasons, like you can't ask for better seasons, frankly. And hopefully we don't lose the momentum.
0: Uh, let's hope not, because, yeah, that would be awful. Uh-huh. So, now that Moff Gideon is farmable, where do you consider he could be playable? Inside a team or teams or as a wild card that's more plug and play like Thrawn?
1: Um i i've been going first a lot i have i do have an answer for this but and you and i have actually specifically just individually or you know whatever talk, talked about it just between yeah. you and i um uh, so let, let's hear let's hear what your thoughts are i can add in
0: uh so first let me point out that my gideon is going to be nothing like some of the other ga sent or gac members gideon's like Klesos was in five v five last time, where it was like three seventy. What do you say? Three seventy eight, three something ridiculous. Um, but I have Mayan at three hundred one. He's still five stars. Yeah, he's five stars. I might get him to six stars before lock. Um, he is going to be very plug and play for me. I think he's going to pair well with Piet and. Thrawn, and where those three go, you know, who knows? I've seen him used on the Ray counter. I've seen him used with Vader. I've seen him used with Troopers. Like, I don't know where I'm going to use him, but at the end of the day, he's over 300 speed, and he reduces the turn meter of the entire other team, so if he goes before them, I'm really going to Get a jump out and maybe get some good banners. Um, I don't picture him in my A squad yet, but that's more because he's five stars in G eleven and can't really take a hit at the moment. I don't think he's going to be an all star. Like he's he's not you know the guy that you're resting an entire counter on. But I think he can be used very well with Vader at some point.
1: Sure. Oh yeah, he's, he's good. Uh, like we keep saying, CG doesn't make bad character kits. He's good. Right. There's no denying that, in my opinion. Like absolutely a good character. Is he transcendent? Not right now. Now, now here's, here's a thing that I was thinking about recently. I think that he, it, we've, we've said this a few times. Oh, hello there to Operation Metaverse. Uh, with the raid. Thank you guys. Welcome to the stream. Um, <laughs> so we're talking about Moff Gideon and if he's good or not, where we can use him. And I had this thought. So we're all focused right now. Everyone's like, we need Bo-Katan for the Mandalorian faction. And, I, and I, I'm one of them. I'm, I really want Bo-Katan. I really want the Mando faction to be good. I also think that we have had a huge number of light side characters for mando and like an an overly representative number in fact i think that moff gideon isn't done yet i think he's gonna have his own team and faction actually i I think that we're gonna i I think we could we could get like flame trooper and like the dark troopers and you know, like we could have like a, a character called like hapless imperial officer or something. <laughs> you know, like we could, we could totally have like a mini like Moff Gideon team. And really, I mean, if we don't get a dark trooper that synergizes with, with Moff Gideon, I, I will have feel like, I, I will feel like it, uh, CG has super missed the ball, uh, dropped the ball. Yeah. Um, so i think that that's what's going to end up happening with him in the short term you're right solo like it he works well with vader if you don't if you're not going to like try to trade watt out for him or something i mean so right. even as i taught even as i just talked about how he can replace watt in the team to counter <laughs> darth revan but like if you're trying to kill galactic legends it's a different story uh yeah you know he it, honestly and you've said he's, he doesn't go with troopers, and I agree that he has bigger potential on on some levels. I also think that he uh, he also goes really well with troopers, actually. So, <laughs> like, don't make that trooper team spin even more. Uh, you know, you can you can kill. There are certain Sith Eternal builds that you can't kill with uh, with just troopers with Piet, but if you take Gideon, you actually can. So. He adds extra utility to be able to kill Sith Eternal. Uh, I'm looking forward to having him. I've actually gotten good RNG on my farming with him. And we'll see. I, I was tempted the other day to, to just buy up the rest of his shards and just have him seven stars for this week. But I don't have any good plans for him. I'll just wait a week. I'm good. So
0: I, I am excited because with the mod set I have on him right now, he's at 301 uh just that he'll get a little speed added on to a speed set what six so he'll probably be at like 303 ish 30 yeah 303 after he hits gear 12 thanks to the speed set bonus then another 22 so i think i'll have him at 325 when i finally get him six or seven stars uh, and g13 and i think oh and then i can add seven to so he might be at 332 eventually good lord that might be fun uh-huh
1: so and that that's just naturally with before you add the veer's lead potentially
0: that's before the veer's leader before any lead, yeah um nice so i'm going to get use out of him. i just I don't know how right now. <laughs> I just, you know, uh, I don't, maybe, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I, I think he might make it easier for Vader to two men teams though, because Vader goes into merciless does his, you know, I'm going to wreck you all thing. Gideon takes a turn, takes away all the turn meter and then Vader comes up again. I don't know. We'll see. It might, it might be experiment time for week one.
1: Uh, give give us a week to to look at that uh, to watch Kleso with his super speed right. Gideon <laughs> yeah. and I'll, I'll get right back to you.
0: <laughs> well, isn't uh, isn't uh, Endall uses Gideon on the best guard team to counter uh, General Grievous? Doesn't he for like he Max does. Banners? Yeah, or close yeah. to Max Banners.
1: Yeah, what the hell, Endal? Why are you making us look bad?
0: <laughs> he also uses Lando Calrissian, though. And I find Lando is not going to be modded <laughs> like Endals.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Endal's like, oh, yeah, I I think I gave Lando, like, my, fir- my second best crit damage set or something. <laughs> I was like, who are you? <laughs> uh, I mean, Endal, you can't really deny that he knows He knows all this stuff. So whatever. He does. But, he does. Just... <laughs> It's end all is gonna be end all, and we're not we're not worthy to walk in the you know in his uh, shadow or whatever. So
0: uh, yeah, all right. Next question: You have one or two zetas to apply. You have a Relicota. You have a Relicwampa. Neither have zetas. Which zeta would you place? I never remember the names of zetas, so I have to actually look at the abilities. Uh,
1: um. I would put it on the special on Hoda. Yes, 100%. Because it's, it's, it's the only H. Zeta I have of those four.
0: <laughs> oh, no, it's S, not H. Uh, it's Strength flows from the Force.
1: Yeah, the other one on Hoda, it's like... I, I have I the unique
0: know. one. Um,
1: Do you? Okay. Yeah,
0: because what counter... It was really useful. Oh, it was for the Sith Raid of whenever an ally with master Training is defeated defeated all his cooldowns reset so i was using it in sith raid fairly frequently
1: oh that's fair yeah that, that's i just yeah i I've, I've never thought that one was super useful if there's a specific use then that's that's good i just yeah i'm good i'm good with it uh, as as is without it. I, I do like his uh, master's training one or whatever it is. That one's...
0: The strength flows from the force. Yeah.
1: Or Oh, yeah. It's the one that gives foresight to to the other Jedi. Yes. I think that that's, yeah. and that is hugely useful actually. If you're using Jedi Knight Luke to, you know, Jedi Revan lead to counter Sith uh, or to counter Kylo, su- Supreme Leader Kylo. That it, is that's basically
0: necessary for that counter. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep um
0: yeah all right so
1: (laughs) (laughs) done (laughs) we've we've discussed about the the wampa zetas and even though i always frame it as there's no like no one can agree on the one best zeta for wampa um no one even jumps in and said and count contradicts me i think everyone realizes that both of them are situationally good and right you can move on i think i personally if i had to i've given it some thought I would probably give him the one that gives healing immunity to people is probably the one I would do first.
0: That's the one I was going to say. If if I was, I have both of them just because why not? Uh, But it it would be the healing immunity would be the first one I would give.
1: (laughs) Vertigo beast says that if you, you put the, um, you can put the, a Zeta on Hoda to get him over the territory battle uh, requirements for, uh, for Light State territory battle. So uh, that's another use of that Zeta, for That sure. is an excellent use of
0: the Zeta, yeah. <laughs> if you only want to have
1: him gear 12, then, then do it, I guess.
0: Yeah. All right, well, like I said, we don't have much to talk about this week's episode. There's no more podcast questions. Um, well yeah so here we are Zareth. um
1: here we are yeah if people in the if people in chat have questions we can we can answer some of those um
0: yeah <laughs> except I mean, for vertigo because <laughs> i know where his questions are going um,
1: wow yeah let's just not let's 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 just call it good actually no.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh we can talk about the things that we've done to uh, while we're giving people some time. We can talk about our upgrades we uh, can. for 5v5.
0: We can. So uh, this week was a very specific focus on <laughs> fleets and Empire fleets and Mandalorians all at the same time. In that Gar and Imperial Super Commando are both G13 and R3 for me now. I got Sabine up to G12, just as a just-in-case. I figure it can't hurt to have her at gear 12. And I got TIE Fighter Pilot up to um, gear 13 and R3 as well. Uh, So that, that was my focus this week. And I do, now I have to make a choice. It was very easy. I was putting Empire on defense before. And what happens a lot of the time is my opponents will put either Empire and Rebels on defense or, like, Negotiator and Rebels or Malevolence and Rebels on defense. And I'm really tempted to just keep my Empire on offense now to just murder if they put Rebels on defense. Like I'll have to go through their GAC history and see what they like to place. But if they place Rebels every time, I might start putting negotiator on defense and taking the empire with me to take out their rebels.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I, I, do you feel like that would murder rebels even more like then you just using negotiator?
0: Uh, So if negotiator against the double tank rebels really doesn't get great banners, to be honest with you.
1: Interesting. I've never tried it.
0: It's, it, it, it's a win. Like, you'll never not win, but your tank loses protection almost immediately from the Y-Wing. And then Millennium Falcon dispels your tank, so your tank has no protection. It's constantly dispelled, and then they're just attacking, like Ahsoka or ETA, or they're they're attacking your side ship. So you win. You end up winning every time. I've never lost the battle, but every... You might only get like 58 banners on that win.
1: Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, 58 isn't great either. So, yeah, I, Rebels can cause issues, honestly. I, I think, yeah, and, and you're right. Tarkin just does slay them. Like, it, it's, it's just not even close. It's ridiculous. But... Yeah, uh, it's cool to see that you're going to have an empire fleet coming up. I I also have some pretty key uh, fleet upgrades for me. I I did, I got I finally just pulled the trigger. I got uh, Gar Saxon, Imperial Super Commander, Command O, uh, Tie Fighter Pilot, Scarf Rebel Pathfinder, and Biston all to relic <laughs> levels. And um, so I. The thing that sucks about it is, I think I think Rebels will just stay on defense because uh, they're fast enough to give a, a hard time to a lot of different teams, uh, unless people have the crazy Tarkin fleet. But uh, because Biston is fast now, like super fast, well, super fast being like what 157 something like that before his speed bonus, but or TM bonus, um, <clears throat> that's really good. My Tarkin fleet annoyingly so i have relic six on tie fighter pilot which is a little extreme and then i have relic three on gar and imperial super commando and it's not enough yet to counter negotiator fleets like as stupid as that is as frustrating as that is they i need like relic five with all 60 mods to be able for that team to be able to beat negotiator and So uh, once you get to the right relic levels, then it becomes super consistent. Uh, But I'm not there, so it's not. (laughs) And I don't know, uh, one of those two teams are probably going to end up on defense for me, though.
0: Yeah, well, that's... I I think one of them should end up on defense. Uh, Unless you want to set both GET2 ships, but I, I feel like that is way too risky to do.
1: What put both uh, GT two on defense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, well, malevolence. I, I don't. I don't even think that that's the best defensive combo. Like people do it, and yes, it can be annoying. But you you can beat that. I don't know. Like if people take their malevolence and their negotiator, like you can still get decent banners against that. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I feel like. There's probably other combos out there like you put negotiator i think negotiator is the best defensive fleet but then past that i don't know it seems seems like you have to kind of think of what they're going to use to counter your negotiator and then use a team that they would also want to use that team against so it's like if they normally use malevolence to counter your negotiator put a team. Uh, your second fleet down that the malevolence is going to struggle against, or that the malevolence, sorry, would want to also counter. So then they have to use a secondary team to counter one of them.
0: Yeah. I, I think malevolence is way too valuable on offense because you can three-man a malevolence fleet. Like it's it's so easy to do and still get decent banners with it. It's not like if you take negotiator, say you take negotiator. Fives, uh, Y-Wing, and ETA, you can probably win battles, but you're going to take a hit without flow coming off the bench and restoring your banners. But with Malevolence, you just go in with Hyena, Sunfak, and Vulture, and you can never call in a reinforcement and easily win against all those B-Fleets. So I don't understand why people put Malevolence on defense, assuming that their ships are seven stars and, you know, everything is leveled the way it should be. Because if if you only have a five-star Hyena or something or a five-star Vulture, I get why you're putting it on defense and taking your better fleet for offense. Like, that makes sense. But um, a lot of people put a strong Malevolence fleet on defense and it's either beaten by my negotiator or Radish takes it out for really high banners. Um, so you know
1: well right like <laughs> yeah it's it's a it's a pretty interesting uh, state of affairs just to just to try to um to try to juggle these things i i just <laughs> i think that i think you make a good point though because malevolence is the ultimate desperation fleet yes. it's like if you know what you need going into it if you know what uh what banners you need to win it's like okay i know this is crazy but hear me out i'm just gonna put hyena in and like i i need like a 70
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and against certain fleets that's actually pretty plausible if you just take <laughs> hyena like right. crazy as that sounds and, I, and i've seen it i've actually done it before in fact against really bad teams granted but i mean you know you can get it downsized to the point where if you get the right rng you can still win as opposed to i've seen people are like man all right i gotta try like a three-man radius right and it's like <laughs> well this isn't gonna end well like you need you need reinforcements for that team like it's based off of like a slugfest you know strategy yeah. malevolence is just like yeah we just grow our own guys so what like let's just let's just do this with two dudes and move on
0: <laughs> right right um so while we're talking about that uh we did get well we got two questions but one of them is very very related to this Of at the 5.6 to 6.0 uh gp range is rebel fleet worth it investing at that range
1: um Let's see what which level say, so, say so that again. Oh, I Five, see it. I see it. Yeah, 5.66.0. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> kind of. So, my my alt is at, like I had that crazy win streak as yeah. my primary attack fleet for a long time until I got malevolence up. And even my, it's my secondary offense fleet now is the rebel fleet. I don't have Biston geared up at all. Like, I think I, I do have him leveled or starred, but. You know, so I have a seven-star Biston, it's not a good one though. I don't think so. I think at that level, it's so hard to justify putting gear on Scarefrebble Pathfinder. Like he just chugs carbantes. Like, yeah, that's his drink of choice. It it's disgusting. Like <laughs> Scarefreble Pathfinders only want one thing, and it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it it's it's horrible and like what does he do for you he sits on the bench he he facilitates half of a ship being good
0: right it's not even the full ship it's half of the ship
1: (laughs) right like he's not even good with mon mothma like because they had to nerf him he would have been too good with mon mothma so they nerfed him into not being good with her anymore Right. And, and so to me that at that level there are still so many vital things that being said if you don't have Millennium Falcon and all of that, like you're missing out on a fantastic utility fleet at that level, uh, you know, I don't, you say investment in Rebels in general, like uh, my my Alt has everything except for Biston and it doesn't have a good Cassian, but Cassian, all the key need from Cassian is the Dispel from reinforcements and then a targeted uh, assist from the Falcon, so yeah. Um, yes, work on it, except for the Biston part, in my opinion. If you, yeah, there, there are absolutely other fleets you should be looking at instead of them. If you have a Max Malevolence and Negotiator, I, sure, I, I don't know what the next fleet would be to work on, <laughs> frankly. So what do you think?
0: I Yeah, I don't, so to make it, make that fleet really purr, if you will, it it does take Biston and SRP and I just don't think it's that worth it. Um, not in this day and age, not, not when we have two GET two ships and if your opponent keeps both of them for offense, like your rebel fleet is dying no matter what, if it's on defense. So yeah, that's just the truth of it. It's, it's, it's going down. Um,
1: you will die. <laughs> so,
0: and if they don't, I mean, will Rebels beat Negotiator on offense? Yes. In fact, you and I were just talking about this before the stream started of, you can, and you can be like Klesso, and you can test every day in arena, and you can win every time, and then you get into Grand Arena, and then Millennium Falcon just doesn't assist, and you end up losing. Like, um, you know, I, I don't like to count on the Rebel fleet just because if the Falcon doesn't assist, it's like, all right, well, I, I guess I lose because today is the day that it decided to just sit there.
1: Right. Oh, well, well, that's just the thing with, with the Rebels. Like, I I was just telling you, Solo, how I've never, I, I've been testing for two weeks with the rebel fleet and i know that there's rng and i know that i can lose with it but so far i had never lost with it up up to this point while we were doing our uh while we were doing our podcast tonight i lost three times
0: oh god really
1: yeah like (laughs) and i did the exact same stuff as i normally do like it's just an rng thing because when when the falcon chooses not to assist bad things happen and and so is it a good like desperation fleet to be able to counter a bunch of uh you know if if it's like your last resort is it good like yeah I, I think so I think it's fantastic as a last resort kind of thing um as your primary option though I don't I don't think so I don't think it is
0: fair yeah all right um so we got another question in. Thankfully, not about fleets because I can only talk about <laughs> so many fleets. Um,
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: So, if you if you uh, don't, yeah, if you don't have two of the Galactic Legends, would you hoard for the next set or continue to work towards the missing Galactic Legends at this point?
1: Um. Uh, so, gosh. I guess it depends on what Galactic Legends too, because yeah. if you have all your bases covered, then why not? Kind of um, like why not? Why not just hoard? But I don't know. I'll, I'll let you talk. This is well, fun having you actually have turns before me. So, <laughs> go
0: for the, it. Uh, so at the at this point, I think I would just start collecting the gear. In fact, I can tell you that's what I'm doing because. I am unlocking on my all oh, Sith Eternal. I should be ready. I should have the final pieces in like a week or two. Um, after that, I'm just going to be collecting gear. I Sith Eternal will be my third one. So I'll be collecting the gear for first order. Um, that farm is going to take me forever. So I'm just gonna collect the gear, not apply it, and then if a new Galactic Legend comes out that I'm closer to, I can just quickly transition into the new Galactic Legend and apply that gear. Because, um, I, I mean, SWGH.gg tells you exactly what gear you need for your Galactic Legend. So it's if it's like 500 stun cuffs, you know, you can just save up 500 stun cuffs and then, you know, 300 uh, stun guns and you save up the 300 stun guns, then you just don't apply it. And that's painful for me, but, um, you sure. know, uh, I think that's, that's the way I'm going to go other than I'll probably get red trooper and carry you and Hux up to relics just because those three are really good anyway, and <laughs> kind of want a first order team for offense. Um, but, all those like scrub characters i'm just you know i'll be ready to apply something but at the same time i do think we're going to get another galactic legend announcement in the next month you know the the gl might not come for seven weeks after that but i do think the next four weeks we get an announcement of some kind
1: yeah i i think we're we're kind of due i think yeah, I mean, there's two ways as I see it. I, I don't see it. I don't see Galactic Legends uh, as an option of like not showing up. Like I think we're gonna get one very soon. I, either they wait for the end of the Mandalorian stuff, whatever, whenever that is, to announce it, or they just do it concurrently. Um, I mean, I last galactic legends came out and i was in a huge bind trying i was like man i really want to work on my mon mothma team i want to work on like there was a few different teams i really wanted to work on and i this time i was just like nope i'm going straight for both galactic legends not gonna not gonna focus on mothra like i just got hoth rebel scout up to gear 13 today so like like, (laughs) super delayed uh but that being said i I think that they would. They're also wise to create like this this multiple spending points where it's like, okay, so we have we have this cool Mando faction that could be really good and have a lot of utility, right? But now I have to choose. Like, do I want the cool Mando team or do I want Galactic Legends, uh, you know, the new ones? And it's like, well, I don't, I don't know. I, who knows? <laughs> I I really hope that I can have both. But it, and 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 CG is going to say. Well, you can,
0: you, you <laughs> just
1: got to. you, you got to, but for that, you must pay, yeah. you know, <laughs> to quote chariot like that's, that's how it's going to be. So to me, I, yeah, it's going to be soon. And yeah. I, I think Calvin awesome actually is, he's doing something right now where he, I think that he's in a situation now where he's like, okay, well in two months, if there's, I'm just hoarding. And if in two months they don't have a new Galactic Legend, I'll just like unlock Sith Eternal because I'll have all the gear and everything just yeah. stored.
0: Yep. I, I so. Yeah, that's what I'm doing on for Supreme Leader Kylo. And I actually really want Supreme Leader Kylo because he's obviously he's good. Um, and my raid teams on my alt suck. But at the same time, what if the new Galactic Legends aren't Rock, Paper, Scissor, and one-up the old Galactic Legends?
1: Right, which is pretty possible.
0: Which which I can see, uh, truthfully, I hope for, because this arena yes. meta is killing me. Um, so, <laughs> so if the new ones one-up the old ones, I want to be able to easily transition into that. And so I'm. that's why I... I think hoarding gear is probably the
1: best. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think I think we need to hoard gear. Uh, well, you and I don't necessarily need to. I think that that's the best option given the given the situation though. Right. Like I cuz we're going to get them soon and and like you say, we're probably going to get they're probably going to be better than uh, than the the latest 4. Like the yeah. the recent 4. Like they're they're pretty close in power level, in my opinion. They are. So, yeah, right now, right now I think we the, the new ones are gonna be good. They're going to be better, in fact.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, so in the same vein, do you like to save and hoard Zetas for what's coming and hope it's good, or do you wanna spend them before lock?
1: <laughs> I mean, my Zetas, Unless I have a specific reason to save them or spend them, I've always just been like, you know what? I'm going to use them. I'm going to put them on because, like, I'm not going to care about Zeta matchup GP. That's that's never been a thing for me. For GA lock, I that's been always been a rule. I'm not going to look at Zetas for for that specific reason. Um, I think that it makes it does make some sense in terms of matchup GP and all that. I, I just choose to disregard, I guess. Yeah.
0: If if I see a Zeta that I think is going to help me, I apply it. <laughs> it's yes. it's that simple. If it's if I don't think it's gonna help me, then I don't apply it and I save. I will say on both accounts, I have at least six Zetas saved up right now but that's not necessarily because I want to save six Zetas as much as I don't have six people to apply Zetas to. So, you know, yep. I, because if they announce a galactic legend tomorrow, like let's say a post comes out and they say, Hey guys, a new galactic legend is coming out. If they follow the same pattern as the last two, and I think they will because they make money off of these galactic legend events. Um, we will have six to eight weeks to save up Zetas to then apply to the Galactic Legend. So I'm not saving six for Galactic Legend that might be announced tomorrow. It's just, there's no Zetas that I think I need. Um, I did apply the L3 Zeta this past week, though. I forgot to say that earlier. Uh, I applied the L3 Zeta uh, just because I thought she might be useful in a couple different team comps, um, you know, but probably not.
1: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I've wanted that. I've wanted and not wanted that one for a really long time, actually.
0: Right, right. I finally gave in to my base desires. Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might do the same. I, I'll probably, I've had my eye on that one for a little bit as well. Um, I actually, I may follow suit with you with K two uh, Zeta because I don't know. I I don't think it's going to make a huge impact, but with the Mothma team, I've been really experimenting with Mothra teams yeah. being able to counter General Grievous. Um, I, yeah, I, I might end up, I might end up with with the K two one because I think that K two is actually a very important one to be able to counter General Grievous. Uh, with mothma and he's already relic and like he's like i think i'm up up to almost nine that i could apply right now so even <laughs> if we got a galactic legend that i could immediately start farming tomorrow like i'd still have three extra zetas to to do with right. as i will yeah and that's after i already put one i don't think i put one on i should i should put one on gideon soon uh, and then armor does have one so i have all the like quote-unquote modern zetas as well
0: Right, yeah, I have them all too, which is why L3, cave the cave happens, um, and now she has it. Yep. We'll see if it ever gets used. <laughs>
1: um, we'll see. I want to see you put a Zeta on Sabine before Locke, Solo.
0: That's not going to happen.
1: Uh, it was worth a try
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's g12 plus zero and there's no way of getting any additional gear on her realistically i'm she's not getting used unless we get a complete rework you know in the middle of the week and even then it just might be the addition of a zeta and not use the old zeta so yeah
1: oh yeah i don't well didn't didn't uh one of the devs just recently say like they were saying like oh yeah we're gonna be reworking a few different characters or giving them it was a small touch-up
0: not a rework small
1: touch sure sure yeah they they specifically said no reworks but touch-ups uh and then someone said hashtag sabine and their answer was no (laughs) so no that that doesn't close the doors to her being great in amando squad because i love i love her kit man with, with her zeta she is amazing she just needs she needs someone to synergize with so even if she doesn't get a touch up she just needs someone else who can.
0: i thought the no wasn't to sabine it was some i don't remember now i because i thought sabine was the option after that and that's why all the rumors started
1: then seal in chat says not going to lie she's pretty bad at relic seven or maybe i just don't know how to use her (laughs) and my response is you probably do know how to use her she just she just she's not good at relic seven like especially the kind of people you're playing like no she's she's not great uh like uh, in, in theory she's fantastic if she has someone to play off of and right now she has no one to play off of right so if she has someone, I mean, already the very first thing I thought of when I saw the armorer's kit with getting all the best Beskar gets and stuff was uh, she has armor shred. Yeah. And uh, like that alone, I, I was like, oh, dude, that, Sabine. And then not, not, none of the rest of the kit was like, yeah, this goes well with Sabine. That, it was just like that one thing. But like a couple more data points like that and... Sabine, Sabine Zeta, it can be situationally so powerful. So I'm, we'll see. I, I'm, I've wanted, I wa- I've wanted Phoenix to be good for a long time. Even if, even if it's just Sabine, I'd, I'd be good at that. So yeah, she's not good at Relic 7. Don't, don't do it unless you've been SEAL. All
0: right. So yeah, that's we've well, reached the end of the questions
1: wow we actually we actually ended up faster than we thought we would That's, we, we did like we always joke and then we never end up being able to follow through with having a shorter episode but i think we're here solo.
0: i i think i think we are um let me see real quick is anybody going on oh actually Mort is on right now we could read into more oh, let's yeah. see what let's see what he's doing and see if he's actually doing star wars stuff he is He's talking about Night Sisters right now, and singing apparently. Um, so, all right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. It was a quick podcast. Next week, I expect I expect we have a lot to talk about next week. At the very least, we have Grand Tons. Arena to talk about next week. Um, so, thank you for joining us, and you know, uh, remember that evil sucks.
1: Stay awesome. Wait. That's totally Calvin sign off. Um, (laughs) Why did I say that? That was fun. Um, Yeah. uh, Don't be dicks.